I'm Luke. And I'm Danny. And this is Just Football. So, as you probably know, the NFL draft took place last night. And I was really, really surprised. So, so okay, so I actually wasn't watching it on TV because my dad was watching hockey. And my phone was not working. So I think it just kind of had a stroke because I went on ESPN. It didn't load. I pulled up ESPN online. It didn't load. I even went to the news app and pulled up ESPN and it did not work. So it took a while to get things under control. Then my dad was looking on Twitter and he said, okay, yeah, the Cardinals got Kyler Murray. And I'm like, okay, well, first out, first of all, uh, I was a little disappointed because I basically spent the past month telling everyone how uh, stupid, how bad Kyler Murray was and making fun of anyone who thought that Kyler Murray would go number one overall. And uh, yeah, here we are. Yeah. When I'm being honest, though, like 100% honest, what I'm saying, I really think San Fran literally hacked the system so they could get Nick Bosa. Yeah. Because, I mean, they they got a steal. Nick Bosa is an incredible defensive player. He'll be one of the best in the league. Probably um, better than his brother, maybe. Yeah, that de- better. But here's than his another thing too. Like Kyle Murray right now is a 50-50% chance of being a star. Or a bust, right? Yeah. And even if he's a star, he won't be, you know, he won't, he can't be the, I don't think he'll never be the next Russell Wilson or anyone. Um, but I think, I mean, he can do well or he can do poorly, but. Yeah. But the thing with Nick Bosa is he has a history, like his family history. Yeah. His father played defensive end. His uncle played defensive end. His brother is currently playing defensive end. So he has a family history of playing, yeah. and he's probably the most talented out of the four of yeah. them, too. Well, I mean, not even, like... I mean, you just know he's going to be good, and he'll make he'll strengthen the entire defense and make you... He can make you a good team. And Yeah, he's a leader in the locker room, yeah. too. What, what a steal. Yeah, and another I mean. thing with San Fran... San Fran's defensive line is amazing. They have DeForest, DeForest Buckner, Solomon Thomas, and now they have Nick Bosa. Those three guys. Um, don't be surprised if Nick Bosa wins Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Just because Nick all, Bosa. Just because offensive lines are going to have a hard time trying to block those three guys yeah. from getting in. So watch, watch that one. Um, okay, so surprise number two. The Giants got Daniel Jones as... For a quarterback. Um, I'm sorry, but what? Why did you not get Dwayne Haskins? I, well, really, the only thing I can think of is Daniel Jones looks like Eli Manning. That's the only thing I okay. can think of. Fantastic. He looks like Eli Manning. Like, like literally. Not yeah, just looks like Eli Manning. I have no idea what the heck they were thinking there. Dwayne Haskins is... A much better player than Daniel Jones. Like I looked at a pre-draft review of him, and it said stuff like he has a decent arm. He can like, and I looked at his highlight thing, and there was like nah. there was a few good catches, but it was all of these fumbles, all of these interceptions. Like he's just not a consistent player. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a solid. He can be. He's a solid backup. You know, I could see him going. Second, third rounds for a, you know, yeah, de- a de- he's kind of a depth player, 
But, I mean, why would you get him with the number six overall pick? Yeah, to be honest, though, they really let Haskins fall into the Redskins' hands. Oh, my gosh. That, that, was, that was the biggest steal of the entire draft. You got Dwayne. You got this. Dwayne Haskins is a franchise quarterback. Uh, and you got him at, what was that, number pick 15? I mean, he is, he has the potential to be the next superstar. Exactly. And you just got some guy who's going to bust. I'm thinking, like, maybe, like, the next, like, Matthew Stafford or Ben Roethlisberger or something like that. But here's the thing. How I think this is going to end up going is Kyle Murray is going to have maybe, like, about a halfway decent year with the Cardinals. And then he's not going to do anything after that. Daniel Jones is going to just back up forever. He's never going to start a game unless an injury happens or something like that. But then I mean, Dwayne Haskins, possible, exactly. But. Then Dwayne Haskins is going to turn the whole Redskins franchise around and make them. Here's what's going to happen. I think they're going to. I wouldn't be surprised Redskins. if they give him the starting job. But even if they have him behind, say Colt McCoy for a little bit, they'll give him a shot. He'll perform, and I mean he can really be. And they'll fall in love with his playing because he's, I mean, he's a fantastic quarterback. He's loads of raw talent. And, I mean, it's, he's incredible. Uh, yeah. All right, yeah, getting back to the Dwayne Haskins situation. You know, they have three franchise quarterbacks on their team right now, or halfway decent quarterbacks, and Alex Smith, who will not play this whole season, Case Keenum, who I think only has one year left on his contract, and then they got Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. So if you have Alex Smith and Case Keenum teach Dwayne Haskins a little about the league and, and train him up, Dwayne Haskins will be your franchise quarterback yeah. in the next few years. I mean, yeah, he is a, this kid has a bright future, and trust me, he will make the Giants pay for that mistake. Yes. Right. So two times too. Yeah. Okay. So actually before you want to say anything, I think probably the one of the other bigger surprises that the Raiders even announced yeah. was they picked Celan Farrell with their fourth overall pick. I mean, this guy, they probably could have gotten him easily with one of their picks in the twenties yeah. or anything. I mean, uh, I think it's one of those situations where you don't have to be in the draft. You don't have to be widely considered as a be- as the best player. You just need to fit with. All you need is one team. Yes. You need to be able to fit with that team. You need need to be able to to impress him. And clearly, that's what he did. I mean. Yeah, I mean, some of these players fit very well, like Quinnen Williams with the Jets. I mean, I'm surprised that he dropped. Yeah. But I mean, th- I think he's going to be like. Mohamed Sanu, uh, not Mohamed Sanu, sorry, Mohamed Wilkerson, who was kind of like their big boy at the front. Yeah. And I think Quentin Williams will be that, except an improved version of him. And it's, it's just going down the list, too. I mean, if you look at this, um, you know, Ed, Ed Oliver, I mean, that's going to be a good fit with the Bills. I mean, if yeah. you look at their defensive line. Yeah. I mean, their edge, Jerry Hughes, I don't even know if he's still in the Bills anymore. Yeah. But, I mean, that's it. I mean, there's a lot of good fits in here, you know. But... Yeah, we, we did a we did a pretty we did a pretty good job with our drafts. I think. I mean, obviously, obviously, mm. we had. I mean, we had well, a few yeah. mistakes. People, you know, people rose and fell, but generally, we got kind of in the top ten, top fifteen. We captured the general area yeah. of a lot of I players. I mean, to get a perfect draft is like 
it's harder than I mean, to predict yeah. uh, um, a March Madness bracket. Yeah. It's yeah, well, because the problem is, it, the farther you go down, any one, you know, there's a million ways to screw it up. I mean, yeah. it's it's exponentially. I don't think. I mean, I'm sure people have done research on this. We'll look it up later a bit. It probably assuming everyone makes a mock draft, it'll probably take. I mean, centuries to <laughs> to get one. Yeah, um, so basically, the three biggest upsets I have in my draft right now are Seelan Farrell going to the Raiders. I mean, they could have picked him later, but you never know. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones going to the Giants. And then, again, with the Seahawks, LJ Coiler. I mean, yeah. I want to talk about the Seahawks for a second, but when you look at the past few years... They're just trading and trading and trading to get their picks back that they traded away to make yeah. their all-star team. <laughs> so it's very impressive maneuvering, and one of these days it'll pay off. Um, we'll see about that. I mean, when you have the chance to take Montez Sweat, who was supposed to probably go, like, a lot of analysis had him going eight overall to the Lions. Yeah. Yes, he has character issues, but you can shape him up and yeah. put him in his place, especially if you're Pete Carroll. Put him in his place. Make him make him amazing defensive player. And, yeah. I mean, you had the chance, but yeah. I mean, I guess we'll just see how we just have to see how these things work out because sometimes on paper things will look good, but then later they'll be yeah. unsuccessful. I also want to say something too. When you have Frank, you had Frank Clark on. We had Frank Clark on our team, right? Right. Yeah. He's probably going to make about what he's making right now, like $100 million over five years, right? Mm-hmm. You trade a first and a second round pick away, and then you trade that first round pick that you got away again to get like a second round pick. Like, who are you going to get? Paris Campbell? Compare. Let's say uh, Frank Clark, and then you got DK Metcalf, who I'm also very surprised is still on the board. You compare those two guys, right? What's the difference? Frank Clark is going to be an all-star. DK Metcalf is undetermined yet yeah so when you take that into consideration they should have just signed him i mean you got lj coiler now what difference between lj coiler and frank clark frank clark up high lj coiler undetermined still yeah so we'll see if he kind of becomes i mean so in general that's just kind of the idea you know on the draft the draft is always a gamble because Mm -hmm. a lot of these guys are going to be great but a lot of them eh, they might not do so well it's almost like the lottery yeah (laughs) except hopefully there's a little bit more statistics yeah a little more educated yeah okay so now we're gonna grade the draft picks uh danny so starting with calmer at number one to the cardinals i'm giving that a b minus for now yeah I will, I will promise you that I will redo this at the end of yeah. the season to see how players developed and how players were on their teams. So yeah. if Kyle Murray is a bust, that's probably and going to like an yeah. F. If, it, if he goes, if yeah. he carries the Cardinals, then I it'll mean, go higher. Yeah. So it, it'll fluctuate. Depending the on the that, this is just how we anticipate these picks to work out. Yes. So we also have at number two, San Fran, we got Nick Bosa. A plus. Yeah. He should have went first overall. I mean, that's a that's no, nothing else you, to say about it. I mean, really. it's one pick difference, but if you think about it, it's a huge deal. Because you know, in the first pick, you can get. It's just psychologically so different because you can get any player you want, 
and just very important pick. So yeah, last night my dad was watching the hockey game. Apparently so were the people from the Cardinals. Because, <laughs> like, you know, they take the full 15 minutes to plan out their pick and act like them deciding it in those 15 minutes as opposed to, like, thinking about it in the past few months. So Yeah, but if you really think about it, I don't know uh, yeah. what... Whoever's listening, I don't know what you know about this, but the reason if you're, if, it, the reason yeah. they're waiting the whole time and you're like getting really mad because yeah. <laughs> you just want to see the next one yeah. is because they're waiting to see if some if some team's gonna trade them an awesome deal. Like you never know if a team's coming in and trading you four first round picks for the next few years or whatever uh, plus extra. Yeah. You're taking that over yeah. Kyle Murray, so <laughs> yeah, because you already have well, Josh Rosen. So. I mean, yeah, I know. But here's the thing too with Nick Bosa too. In my opinion, he is better than Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett, who are bur- both yeah. first overall picks and slash edges or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I, and I, I think both of them. That's this very fair. Yeah, Nick, I think Nick Bosa is better than both of them, but I think both of them are better than Kyle Murray. <laughs> yeah, and I think so. the Cardinals have a bigger need at defensive line, even then, though. Quarterback, yeah. Can I get a rip in the chat for yes. Josh Rosen because he really got, he got, he got booted so fast. I mean, here's the thing: like, you can't expect him to carry like a bad team. I mean, that's all there is to it. Yeah. So number three, we got Quinn and Williams with an A plus. Supposed to go number two. Some people think he's the best player in this draft. I think he's he'll, he will fit great. With the Jets, you know, like, as yeah. I was saying earlier, replace Muhammad Wilkerson. It's just a better version of him, so I think that's good. And then Seelan Farrell, we got a C plus. Probably could have gotten in the twenties. Yeah. So that's why. It's, at a, l- it's four. a little surprising. <laughs> yeah. But if I had to guess, I'd say that they overheard, not literally, but they thought that another team would have picked him up, and they used their top pick. I still feel like the they should have. But here's the thing, though. Unless you want. Unless you have four particular guys that you really want, then you could trade, like, two first-round picks and get higher in the draft so you can pick them. And then you could have also gotten, let's see, Josh Allen? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Oliver? You know, there's Devin White. There's these guys who are amazing on the board who might be better than Ceylon Farrell. I mean, I don't know how well he's going to turn out in the NFL. I mean, I think he'll be like Solomon Thomas where he's, like, pretty big going in and he's just halfway decent. Yeah. So I think that's what's So, I mean, we could see, although clearly they have high hopes for him, so. Okay, uh, let's, so I think we'll just give you a top five now. Yeah, so right now we also have Tampa Bay with Devin White. We got an A-. minus. I mean, that's pretty much about where he was supposed to get picked at, so that's yeah. a good spot for him right there. Um, we'll give you a little more, actually. We'll just fly through this. Uh, Giants, uh, Daniel Jones, that's just a C. I'm surprised. That's the worst. We'll talk worst. Yeah, we'll talk about <coughs> a little more next time. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Bye. See you next time.